There's a lot going on between the epistle and the gospel today that kind of ties very well together. And again, like we were talking about on Friday on the Feast of the Sacred Heart, it shows the importance of humility, of knowing who we are and knowing who God is, recognizing that we are sinners, great and small, and we all are in need of the mercy that flows from his sacred heart. And as we've seen the hatred of the world, full even more exposed than the Feast of the Sacred Heart, with the reaction to the overturning of Roe v. Wade by the agents of Moloch, taking to the streets, firebombing places, vandalizing, showing that demonic rage within them. The antidote is the humility and love of the Sacred Heart. We went over all that Friday. But the next step is recognizing that we all are sinners. And that's why we're told to beware the roaring lion seeking to devour us. Because it is not just a spiritual reality. I shouldn't say just. It is not solely a spiritual reality. It is also a physical reality. That the evil one has such hatred for mankind because we have the possibility of attaining what he lost forever that he seeks our utter and complete destruction. And nothing gives the evil one greater pleasure than seeing man take the ball, hand it off from him, and run with it on our own. At this point, there is so much evil, he doesn't have to lift a finger. He just sits back and watches and cheers us on. But meanwhile, there are those who are waking up to what is happening, who are returning to their senses as if coming awake from a long slumber and saying, my God, my God, what must I do? And they come before him with humble, contrite heart and repent. Our Lord loves repentance. He loves showing his mercy. As he himself says, I do not desire the death of the sinner, but they convert and live. And if we are imitators and followers of Christ, then it's also our desire that we too do penance and convert and pray that our enemies do the same. Because the people we're seeing and hearing, be they politicians like Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi, that call themselves Catholics and are saying and doing what they're saying and doing, they need our prayers. They need our penances. And for everyone like that, there's thousands of unnamed people that we will never hear of or know that think exactly like they do. 
And I heard something rather interesting this morning. I forgot who said it. It may have been Taylor Marshall, but I, I, I don't want to be wrong and get the correct to the wrong person, but pretty sure it was him that said, all of this has exposed the influence of the demonic. That hatred, that rage, that destructiveness. Because, and they're, the uh, real crazies are even objecting to abortion not being available in certain places due to their religious liberty. It, this is how absurd it has gotten. And it's only going to get more absurd until we start doing penance, not just us, but our brothers and sisters of goodwill everywhere who turn to God on their knees seeking forgiveness and mercy. Because although abortion has been curtailed in some places, it is still widely available. It will still be widely available. And there will be no limits on it in states like California, New Mexico, on and on. Evil is still raging and prowling like a lion seeking to destroy. That is where the sacred heart, that safety, that safe harbor comes in. Because as the church is often depicted as a ship and the seas being stormy, it is up to us to listen to him that we may navigate those rough waters, those rocky shorelines, to enter that safe harbor, which is his sacred heart, where we find forgiveness, mercy, peace, all those good things that the human heart desires by its very nature. It is there we find it. It is outside of that storm rages. That sacred heart is like the eye of a hurricane. You know, those clouds of destruction boil and churn all around you. But right there, it's peaceful and quiet. And sometimes you can even see the stars, the night sky, or the sun at midday. While you watch the storms of destruction swirling around you. This is what our Lord offers us. If we, like him, are meek and humble of heart, repent of our sins, and amend our lives. There's one thing our Lord says that I always found kind of strange here. Talking about someone who has no need of repentance. Well, there have only been two of those in history, him and his mother. We all need to repent. The only ones who don't need to repent are the ones that think they don't and they need it the most. If they really want what they say they want, they're looking for it in the wrong place. You know, like I said Friday, the country song, looking for love in all the wrong places. If we could get enough 
people on their knees physically or at least spiritually. If you've got knees like me, they can't really do it too much. Humble ourselves before the Lord. Because this scourge has been curtailed, but not ended. And now the time has truly come to answer Our Lady's call request, but I call it a command from heaven, to do penance and repent. To draw down those graces for ourselves, our family members, our neighbors, our community. To pray especially for our enemies and the enemies of Holy Mother Church. As we watch, the line between good and evil is more and more clear. The demarcation is absolutely undeniable. There is no more room for sitting on the fences. Evil is unmasking itself. Goodness is more and more out of the open as well. And the two could not be more obvious. The Sacred Heart calls us to be loving, to be merciful. But it also calls us to be like John the Baptist, whose octave we are in as well. He was bold, fearless, courageous, crying out in the midst of wickedness, make straight the paths of the Lord. If we are imitators of our Lord, we too will be crying out of the desert, make straight the way of the Lord. Repent and, be, and come to his grace. <coughs> May we continue to strive to pick up people in life rafts that are being tossed about in the wind and the surf, bring them into the ship of the church, and being able to bring them with us through the storm, through the seas, through the rocks, through the shipwrecks, into that safe harbor of our Lord's sacred heart, where we may find all those things that are inscribed in our heart, those desires we are created with. It is there and there alone we will find our ultimate fulfillment. Anything that takes us in that direction is worth suffering for. And anything that helps pluck men, women, and children out of the sea to bring them along with us, anything we endure for that is worth it. May we who strive to imitate the Sacred Heart, may we who strive to do prayer, penance, and amendment of our own lives. May that draw down the grace from our merciful Father, our merciful God, that those who want our death and destruction may be converted and live as our Lord wishes.